independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I tell you what, can gas get more expensive? The answer to that question is simply absolutely it can get more expensive and continue to get more expensive and continue to get more expensive and continue to get more expensive. Nationally, where are we? Across the country, drivers paying an average of $4.85 a gallon. At least nine states averaging gas above $5. An analyst for Gas Buddy warning we could see $5 a gallon nationally by June 17th. Yeah, not too far away. I'll tell you that right now. So uh, I paid $4.99 for gas over the weekend. And remember, it, it varies in a lot of different ways. Some of the places where you go and get gas, it has to do with the taxes of the city. It has to do with a lot of different things. You know, how close proximity uh, the real estate is towards things like the freeways and things of that nature. Chevrons are always more expensive uh, here in Phoenix and Los Angeles the same way. Got off the freeway today. Almost $6 for regular at the Chevrons. Five eighty nine. It's a dollar more than what I pay out in the middle of uh, the dirt people where I live. But I will tell you this, man. If you're the president of the United States and you're looking at this, you could you could spin it however you want, but it has doubled since you've taken office. It has doubled the price of gas. It has doubled with no relief in sight. And you could talk about, oh, and it's not just gas. Take gas as one portion of something. A big piece of it. But then you start to add that big piece onto the cost of your goods, the cost of getting your goods here, the cost of even making your goods in some places, petroleum, oil. That is in a lot of different things. It's not going anywhere. And you can talk about Putin's war all you want, which they do. The reality is, is, this is on you. You wanted to be the guy, so you're the guy, and the buck stops with you. And joining me now is the Secretary of Commerce, Gina Raimondo. So you heard Secretary Yellen this week said she got it wrong about inflation. In July, you told Bloomberg that inflation would be temporary. Recently, six months ago, you were calling inflation a, quote, short-term problem, not a long-term problem. So you got it wrong, too. So clearly, we are, and Americans are, struggling with inflation. Uh, but I don't think anyone predicted Putin's war uh, in Ukraine or various other things that have happened that have been unexpected. He moved 150,000 troops onto the border of Ukraine over about a year plus. Everybody knew what potentially was coming. Everybody did. So don't say that you couldn't have predicted what was coming. Secondly, very important here. Coronavirus started under Trump. It's not new. Supply chain issues were never going anywhere. Once again, you're, you're passing the buck. And sometimes it's fair to pass the buck. It's not all your fault. I can't blame what Putin did on Biden. I can't blame the coronavirus on the president before and this president now. The reaction of the president's. To deal with these things, well, that's a different story altogether. Absolutely a different story. And this is an unmitigated disaster if you're this president of the United States. You're heading into a midterm, and the polls are, 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 are out there. 
right? What do people really care about? What are they worried about? More than 8 in 10 in the latest ABC News Ipsos poll say that the economy is either an extremely or very important issue in determining how they will vote. Only 37% approve of President Biden's handling of the economic recovery. About 7 in 10 say gun violence and about 6 in 10 say abortion are also potentially important drivers of their vote. Yes. But abortion, and we're going to get, you know, we'll get the final ruling at some point, you know, this month. And and when it comes to gun violence, that's nothing new. It's on top of people's mind. But the economy is on everybody's mind all the time, especially when things are bad. If we could yelp this president right now, it would look like doing an awful job. Service is horrible wouldn't use this again that's the reality of it things that are top of the mind because they just happen if, if we don't have a shooting for the next six weeks that that the media doesn't drill down upon because over the weekend now everything's a mass shooting everything is and so you know when when i think of mass shooters somebody asked me this week, what do you th- what do you define a mass shooter when I think of a mass shooter, I think of what you saw in the horrific thing that took place in, in, in killings in, in Evaldi, Texas, which you've seen in you know Las Vegas. To me, that's a mass shooter. If it's beef between gangs or people who are, I don't, I, to me, it's, I'm buying that. A lot of times it's, it's handgun. Let's be real. This is about a singular gun more often than not that we're talking about. But if it's not covered over the next four to six weeks, trust me, you go to ask people again, because we are top of mind kind of folk, that'll be down on the list again. And what will be there always, no matter what's going on? The economy. The economy, the economy. When you're paying five, six, seven dollars, depending on where you are in the country for gas, and that diesel driver's paying six, seven, eight bucks for gas. And prices are going to the roof. You start asking yourself serious questions about what am I not going to buy this month that I would bought last month? What can't we afford to do this month that we were? What trip were we going to take, but we've decided we're not going to take that? This is landed at the feet of this president, and how he and his, his, his administration react is going to be vitally important. I still think, uh, you know, we will get inflation under control. We just have to stick with it and see it through. Gas prices are up a dollar forty a gallon since Putin moved troops troops into uh, Ukraine. So, the president and our team is doing everything we possibly can to get inflation under control. The reality is um, the cause of this inflation is the supply chain problems caused by COVID, Putin's war, and that's, you know, we can't deny that. Yes, we can. It's got a buck 40, right? It's doubled in price. You're paying six bucks. That's not doubling. Still went up a dollar 60 under you. There's a lot that goes into this. Again, I can't blame everything on him. The reaction, though, is what I can blame. You knew there was going to be issues with Putin. You saw it. Everybody saw it. You've been telling the damn 
Ukrainians for God knows how long. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. The guy before, Trump, his people were like, this is probably what's going to happen. There's a chance this might happen. Everybody warned them. Hell, they didn't believe it until two weeks before. But you knew it, and you didn't think about doing something about it when it came to oil. Because you didn't talk to the people in Europe and go, hey, what do you guys think about this? What are you guys going to do? How do we position ourselves? So right now, crude oil is trading right around 120 bucks. Let you guys know that. We're going to see this continue to rise. Normally, we would peak right around Memorial Day. It would be a slow and steady decline through Labor Day, maybe a little bump, and then boom, the rest of the year, it'd fall. I think we're going to get that. And if you're heading into midterms right now, ooh-wee! You don't have a smile on your face. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. More on gas prices. A lot more to get to when it comes to that and inflation. Because inflation is going to be the number one driver. It's always about the economy, stupid. Always about the economy. It's never not about the economy. When somebody says, I don't participate in the economy, I laugh at them. Oh, capitalism's stupid. I don't participate in the economy. Really? How'd you get here? Did you walk here? Right? Do you sleep in a house? You have a phone? I mean, tell me how you don't participate. Now, if you live on the streets and you've shunned all of those things and you eat only from what the, the plants give you, then okay, maybe. But even if you're out there and, you're, and, and people are giving you money, you're participating in the economy because they've got to have money to give you money. I wonder if that's gone up. I wonder if inflation's gone up. Normally I give them a buck, but now I gotta give them a buck fifty. It's inflation. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Father's Day not too far away. What are we? Two weeks out from Dad's Day. Have you done the right thing? He didn't want a tie. Right? He didn't want any of that stuff. You know what he wants? He wants steaks. Delicious, amazing, incredible steaks. He wants Omaha steaks. And while everything else has gone up in price, Omaha steaks, oh my God. Are you ready for this? 99 bucks. Limited time package. 16 mouth-watering entrees. These can absolutely love. Smoky, tender, bacon wrap fillets. Delicious. Gumbo. I mean, gourmet jumbo franks. Now, I've eaten all of my first package. We've already got a second package that my kids bought me. And uh, we we devoured the burgers because they're going to throw burgers in there for free. You're going to get air-chilled boneless chicken breast and caramel apple tartlets, which the first thing the kids do is they open up that and they eat all the tartlets. Gone. Right now, it's amazing. 100% money-back guarantee, unconditional. Dad wants steaks. I love it. We barbecue. We actually got a new barbecue, and we are barbecuing like you could not believe. And last night, the burgers were the first to go. Little wisdom. What's Dad want? Steaks. From where? Omaha. Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. OmahaSteaks.com. Type Benson in the search bar, right? It's the Dad's Want Steak Package. It's $99, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee. He's going to love it. He's going to love you more. You'll probably get more in the will. Dad's Want Steaks dot, uh, uh, Package. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Type Benson into the search bar. OmahaSteaks.com. Type Benson into the search bar, and you'll be a winner with Dad this Father's Day. It's the Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony, it's Chad Benson.
The first strikes to target the city uh, in over five weeks. Multiple strikes also in the country's second largest city of Kharkiv to the northeast of here. All of this, of course, is a reminder that Putin shows no signs of letting up as he issues new threats. Yeah, he's uh, doing that, issuing more and more threats over the weekend. The strikes actually took place uh, a few hours before the World Cup qualifier. So Ukraine, the team had qualified for the for the playoffs to try to get to the world cup so uh the the final teams really in europe this is the final team to get into the world cup now this was supposed to be played weeks ago obviously what's going on uh most of these players who aren't playing in other parts of europe uh were essentially just kind of training on their own because the ukrainian league is completely shut down so what ended up happening is uh, they played last week against Scotland. They were able to beat Scotland in Scotland. And then they played Wales yesterday. And a few hours before this, boom, the shelling goes on. And, it, it, you know, it's it's it was a nightmare. And that's, of course, done somewhat purposefully. We were talking about during the game, the fact that, you know, this is a few hours of respite for the Ukrainian people. Uh, as they get behind their team. And fortunately, an own goal saw them uh, not qualify. And Wales will go and play this year. But uh, Putin over the weekend continued to push and push as he continues to do. Not quite sure exactly. You know, at some point, again, you stand up and say, dude, do whatever you think you got to do to do whatever it is that you think you're going to do to the world. Because you keep threatening the world as if... The world is just going to allow you to punch all you want without reacting, and we know that's not true. Putin threatening strikes on areas that Russia has, quote, not struck yet if Western countries provide Ukraine with longer-range missiles. Last week, the U.S. committed to sending Ukraine advanced HIMARS missile systems and rockets that can fly 40 miles, which Putin dismissed as not having any impact on the battlefield. The U.S. hasn't sent its more powerful missiles capable of reaching four times that distance. Yeah, and I think that's the big fear, right, is is he's worried that we're going to send them stuff that can reach into Russia itself. And he doesn't want that. You attacked another country. They're coming to everybody else for aid, and people are providing it. What you want is them to give up so you can have this wacky dream of reuniting the portions of the Soviet Union that you liked so you can steal all the stuff that they have that you need to somehow make you, I don't know, happy? That's even a thing with you? I, I have no idea. So it's it's... It's a nightmare for the people of Ukraine. It is not stopping anytime soon with the Europeans committing essentially to be natural gas uh, and, and, uh, and oil all from Russia uh, really free by anywhere between August through the end of the year. It's going to put more pressure on the oil companies. It's going to put more pressure across the board. Uh, they are in a position right now where Russia feels like they've got the upper hand, that the world's no longer paying attention, That and par partially true. But we've got to watch what goes on, because who knows what's next? I don't think anybody does. But we need to make sure that we're continuing to give and continuing to help.
because he just feels like at any moment he's ready to twist and do something new. And we're, I think everybody's waiting for that moment. And is that a possibility? I think it absolutely is. All that being said, today we celebrate the end of another war. People living in the first village liberated by American and Allied soldiers cheered D-Day veterans wheeled in a parade Sunday, including 97-year-old U.S. veteran Raymond Wallace, then of the 82nd Airborne, who parachuted down that day. It looked like Fourth of July when we were going in there because all the searchlights and the anti-aircraft guns going off. Also revisiting the site. The first thing we remember are the poor lads that didn't come back. 97-year-old British veteran Peter Smoothie. Yeah, so this was the beginning of the end for the Nazis when we landed on those beaches and started to liberate. And it's here we are, 78 years later, and yet again, another war is broken back, you know, out in in Europe and threatening to spill over to the world. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Will gun reform get done? Probably not the way that some people want. And it'll be overreach for some people. Uh, But will it actually get done? Nah, not, not again. Overreach for some. For others, not enough. It's a step. That's the best you can hope for when you've got too many people who have too much special interest. This is shaping up to be a critical week here on Capitol Hill. Families of the victims of the Buffalo and Uvalde mass shootings will be testifying before Congress. And so will a fourth grader who said that she covered herself in her classmates' blood and played dead when the suspect entered her classroom in Uvalde. As for those bipartisan talks, senators are under pressure to reach a deal this week. I'm told that is a goal, not a guarantee. You know, I was looking at that. You know, you got a fourth grader that's going to come in there. And I don't know if I do that with my kid. I have to be honest. I uh, First of all, because I feel like that while all of them may be sympathetic, the reality is they're using a tragedy to try to shape something. And they're using my child. And and I even go back to Christine Blasey Ford. Remember her? You know, she was the one who was, who you know, the, the Democrats rolled out as the, the, the poison dart uh, for Kavanaugh, and the minute that they were done with her, after the world had looked at her and said, "Well, that's a hot mess," is it kind of dis- you know, th- you know, discarded her. And I just, I, I, to me, I always find this to be, I don't, I wouldn't do it. I understand that it's going to be emotional and powerful. I understand that having a, because uh, I have a child about that age on you know on display for the world talking about how they smeared blood of their friends all over them so they could pretend like that they had been shot hoping that they wouldn't be the next victim 
by a deranged psychopath who hates the world and has a weapon he should never have gotten? But I don't know if I'd allow my kid to do that. I just don't. Because I just feel like you're not, you're not bringing them up six months from now to have a conversation. Well, yes, but this is when it is. This is when it's hot. I get that. Totally understand that. But this child has to live with this forever, and I just feel like you're going to use this child in such a way that it just, it, to me, I just, no, no, no. Because that child has to live through this. And while they may make a dent in some, are they really going to make a dent in a lot? Because I, I continue to say this to everybody out there. It's like, oh, the NRA or the gun owners. Gun owners are horrified by this. Gun owners are sickened by this. Gun owners, like myself, find this to be absolutely awful, beyond awful, horrific. No different than the person who doesn't own a gun. But... Is that the right time, right place? We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, apparently uh, she wants to go there. And like I said, it will be powerful. There's no doubt about that. But is it going to be one of those things where it's more of a show than anything else? And that a child and her pain and tragedy and family members are going to be used more as a as a, you better do something because look at this than anything else. I feel like it. And that's my, my cynicism when I look over and I see what's going on in politics today. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. It's very interesting. So uh, Bill Maher went after the uh, Valdi police and and... It is, again, I look at this, and 60 Minutes did something really fascinating last night. We first want to start with Bill Maher. Well, people are a little angry about what happened there at the, the police in the horrible shooting in Texas a couple of weeks ago when they just remained outside. But, you know, the police in Texas are very conservative. They said, we don't go in unless it's an active groomer situation. Texas police, they are very pro-life, mostly their own. So Biden, did you see that? President Biden made a big speech last night about gun control. Oh, good. We also... <laughs> yeah. But once again, Biden said, we got to get rid of the semi-automatic rifles. He said, from now on, if you get caught with the wrong kind of gun killing people, you are in big trouble. Yeah, kind of poking fun at the guns and the police. Uh, it's it, the whole thing, because we were finding out more and more Friday afternoon comes out that the, 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 the police chief, who's now part of city council, had... Not brought his radio. Didn't have his radio. Actually called the police station to the like the just the 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 regular line, not the nine one one, to kind of leave a message of the things that they're going to be doing. I mean, this is it, it, it's imagine having all the Barney fifes, right? But no Andy. It's not you can't. I joked about it being. It's not even Paul Blart. Because Paul Blart would have somehow stumbled in there in his Segway and tripped the guy down and broke his neck. It's not even that. 
This is this is Barney Fife to a T. That's what this is. There was the outrage about the fact that the cops stood outside and didn't do anything. And this is becoming a pattern in America. Parkland, security guard, didn't do his job. The Mandalay Bay, the guy went up to the wrong floor and stayed there. What do you do about people who are paid to act and just don't? How do you solve that problem? Because, I mean, they could take away a lot of different kinds of guns. I mean, this kid was in the room for 40 minutes mm. before anybody came in. It wouldn't have mattered what kind of gun he had. You could, any kind of gun could do on a, any amount of damage in that time. What do you do about law enforcement who don't do their job? That's, that's huge. It's absolutely a big deal. What do you do? What do you do? They sat around and did nothing. In fact, they're now saying that the so the guy that shows up and basically takes control. So you have all these police officers from different departments. You have all of these things. Is a is a you know border patrol agent who's with like their tactical team, which is like their SWAT. It's a federal agency. They show up and he goes, "Well, we're going to go for it, right?" So we're doing this. So they go and do this, and I think he takes another couple cops with him. They just override anything that says. At one time, when they're getting ready to breach, they are hearing on their earpieces, don't breach, don't go in. And thank God they said, you know what? I think we're going to do the exact opposite of whatever it is you're doing. I mean, I think there was this initial reaction that these police officers were cowardly. I don't think we know that. Really? That. I have to expect that many of those police officers are having a hard time sleeping at night after what's occurred. Oh, I feel bad for them. Lives. They should have a hard time sleeping. What the sure. f My concern is that I think when our institutions fail us, we are so quick to want to shut down the institutions, want to demonize the people in those institutions. Uh, it's we not institutions, it's people. This is not institutions who didn't run into the building, it's people. Yeah. The problem with police training, their training is all about how to preserve their life. Yeah. Yeah. It was a failure across everything. 60 Minutes last night did a very interesting piece. If you guys missed it, we're going to talk a bit about this. It's about heroism. It was, you know, last week, uh, the New York Post did a, a very interesting opinion piece. Is we don't want heroes anymore, right? We're, we're, we're trying to demasculate because anything masculine is, is toxic. Anything like that is toxic. We don't want men that run in there. We want chest-feeding men, men who can give birth. You know, they went and did this thing. And some of it, while it was a reach, some of it's very true. Right. They're, they're, they're trying to take away a bit of that leadership, you know, strength. They, they do. They want to make everything equal. They try to knock it down. So last night, uh, 60 Minutes did a piece on heroism in the brain. We wondered whether our Carnegie heroes were born heroic. All right. Are you comfortable in our team? Was there a difference in their brains? All three volunteered for Dr. Marsh's scans. Uh, and gratified by what we found in the heroic rescuers, which is that just like the altruistic kidney donors, their amygdalas were larger than average and significantly more responsive to the sight of somebody else in distress. So could you be born with it? Could that be a thing? Where you're born with something that says, hey, 
Uh, I care more about certain things. It's the way it was born. That's just who I am. And because of that, for whatever reason, my brain says act. Which makes so much sense. These are the people who, when they saw somebody terrified because they thought they were about to die, they didn't just sit there. They have all told us that they sprang into action, as you say, without thinking. You don't think, you just, you're strictly acting. I didn't think about it. I didn't even think about it. It really makes sense when you think about how ancient and deep in our brains structures like the amygdala are. Oh. That's, that's weird, right? But I find it weird that we had 100-plus officers outside and none of them had a big amygdala, not, not a one of them. I wouldn't want to say that the amygdala is where altruism is in the brain. It's one link in a very long chain of events that's happening that takes us from seeing that somebody's in danger to actually acting to help them. But we know that it, it's definitely an essential link in that chain, whether you're a mouse or a rat or a dog or a human. It's, it's performing these same functions at a really deep fast subconscious level and i just find that to be fascinating you know the more we find out about stuff the more that we find out about the brain are we born a republican are we born a, a, a democrat right are we are we more liberal by nature or is it is a part of the nurturing process across the way same kind of thing some people are they born heroic maybe there's a certain portion of society that well that's kind of their jam they see something, they want to help something. They see something going wrong, they want to help it. They're the ones who are going to jump into a, a, a cold river to save a child. They're the ones who are going to, to you know, help somebody uh, that's in a, it's in a fire. They're the ones who are going to run towards the gunfire, not away. What took place in Texas was an absolute nightmare beyond all beliefs. And the police failed across the board. Bill Maher. Now, of course, we want them to be as safe as they can, but it is a job that entails danger. Somewhere they got it into their head, the cops, that it's better that I just preserve my health, but you're there to protect and serve us. That's the deal. You get to, you know, walk tall all the time. Everybody kisses your ass. Everybody has to comply with you. And then once in a while, you just have to ball up and do the job. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Once in a while, you have to take into account that this next thing that I'm doing by running into this room, I'm going to be facing a situation where something is potentially going to kill me. But I think what happens with the brain is that never crosses a lot of people's minds who are like that. They run into the room thinking, I've got to stop this person and save as many people as possible. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Let's find that fascinating. Again, more the more we learn. The more we learn about the brain, the more we learn about stuff, you start to, maybe that will one day be the catalyst for better policing. We're going to find people that are ultra twist, and they're going to go, and they go, hey, this person's amygdala is way bigger than this person over here. Not saying this person's bad, but this person may make a better fit. Could it? Of course. The more we find out, with science, the better things are going to be. I promise you that. It's not the end all to be all because humans are still humans and they will surprise. But if we could design better, smarter policing, wouldn't we? 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Calibrate is awesome. Losing weight, absolutely awesome a necessity today 
How many of us are 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight? Too many out there. And we've seen what being overweight can do to your body, to the healthcare system, and, you know, to, to your mind. Well, Calibrate's incredible because it's FDA-approved medication, right? Right. So this is not one of these joke, fly-by-night things, none of that stuff. It's actually FDA-approved medication. And they're going to show you why diets don't work because you're fighting biology. We just talked about that. Calibrate's different. Comprehensive, doctor-guided metabolic reset that propo- promotes sustainable results through lifestyle changes. So you take the FDA-approved medication, right? You're going to get a fully integrated program combining classes, one-on-one video coaching, as well as medical care, including a video doctor visit. And you're going to find out that through the change of your metabolism and making serious lifestyle changes that aren't insane, where you can only have a can of tuna every six weeks, but actually real sustainable lifestyle changes, you're going to drop weight and you're going to keep it off. It's amazing. Fits in anybody's schedule. And right now, save an extra $50 off a one-year metabolic reset by going to joincalibrate.com using code CHAT. It'll be the best thing you've done for your body in forever. Joincalibrate.com. Code CHAT saves you $50. Joincalibrate.com. Use code CHAT to save. Chad Benson Show. Get over it. It's time to forge a new path with your very own political cartographer, Chad. Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. It's the second week at number one for Top Gun Maverick. The sequel scored another 86 million bucks, only a third less than last week's debut, and putting its total domestic gross at just over $292 million, and nearly $548 million globally. Those numbers officially make Top Gun Maverick the highest-grossing film domestically for star Tom Cruise, without adjusting for inflation, flying past 2005's War of the Worlds. How about that? All right. You know, it goes back to this with Top Gun. It's another one of those situations where you look and you say, it's what we need at a time when we need it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's heroes, there's there's villains, but it's 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 very America. It's very, you know, it's it's... It's kind of that thing that we need. It is. And the fact that they went back on their... So you remember when the movie poster first came out and, you know, China threw a fit. They're like, hey, they've got a picture. They've got a patch of Taiwan on their back. Uh, well, guess what? They uh, uh, they took it off. And then Paramount said, screw it. Uh, we're bringing it back. So why did... Paramount decided to bring back the Taiwanese flag, making it highly unlikely that Top Gun Maverick will be released in the huge market of China. Now, it is possible that amid heightened tensions between the U.S. and China, a rah-rah movie about the American military would not be welcome in that country, especially Xinjiang, where the U.S. has accused China of committing genocide against the Uyghurs and other Muslim minorities. To say nothing of China's government's refusal to be transparent about the coronavirus pandemic that started there yeah yeah is this the first step towards some companies taking a stand i think there's a portion of that i do and i also think that tom cruise is big enough to say you know what paramount this is what we're doing this is how i like it and you're going to put it back and that's the way it's going to be done and i think they said yes sir three two three 
538 Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello, my kids and kittens. Happy Monday. Blessed weekend this weekend, but gas prices. Let's just start there. Let's start with good news. Gas prices are through the roof. So if you were betting gas prices were going up, collect your money today because you'll need it. If you think gas prices are going down, sad to say you've lost more money. And that's going to continue to be the case for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Uh, Ugly, to say the least. Gas prices are continuing to rise. Currently, oil per barrel is sitting right around uh, $1.20. Oh, God, how did we get here? (sighs) That's a good question. I mean, it can be answered in several simple ways. First and foremost, uh, we are no longer... There's a lot of things. Less things going on in the drilling department is one of them, both here and abroad. They're not producing as much in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. OPEC. When you talk OPEC, it's Saudi. The Saudis run OPEC. They're the ones who are, it's OPEC and plus. That's the other thing I look at. OPEC plus. What's OPEC plus? It's like, hanger honors right like they're not full members of opec but they kind of hang out with opec so saudi arabia is supposed to push to produce more but they're happy at this point because the money is great it's fantastic those dollars are huge those are huge dollars chad i know right Secondly, we're not producing anything at home, and even though we're starting to drill, apparently, in some areas, the reality is simply this. It'll take a while for us to see it. Then you've had the great confluence of people heading back to their work, right? So up, up, and away it goes because we are starting to consume more oil and gas across the globe because we're kind of out of the pandemic. There's a lot of different things that go into this. All of that aside... If you're the president of the United States, you had opportunity after opportunity to deal with some of it. You were never going to get it to where it was going to stay, $2.20, $1.78. But could you have got it to the point where it was three thirty? Yes, I think you could have. But here we are, again, dealing with high prices and, of course, blaming it on all sort of folks that aren't you and your policies. Democrats are seemingly running on empty. I want uh, I want every American to know families all across America are hurting because of inflation. When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition. What people don't know is that 70 percent of the increase in inflation was a consequence of Putin's price hike. 70 percent. In your view, 
is a recession in the United States inevitable? No. Our GDP is going to grow faster than China's for the first time in 40 years. I want, uh, I want every American to know that I'm taking inflation uh, very seriously, and it's my top domestic priority. There's a lot going on uh, right now. Putin's price hike, but the idea we're going to be able to, you know, click switch, bring down the cost of gasoline is not likely in their term, nor is it with regard to food. Putin's price hike, Putin's price hike. God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger. But it's difficult because, again, of Putin and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. You saw, we saw in March that 60% of inflation that month was due to price increases at the pump. Yeah, Putin's price hike. No, not really. And they're going to spin it that way. And it doesn't mean that some of that's not true, because some of it is true. Some of it is. Absolutely. There's no doubt that. And if you say, no, it's only because of Biden and his administration. No, inflation has to do also with the fact that you printed gobs of cash. How much cash? Gobs. What's that? I don't know. It's a whole bunch. And you handed it all out. You had a Fed that should have raised rates probably 24, 36 months ago, slowly but surely. So you had a perfect storm, as Jamie Dimon likes to say, from J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, you know, you ever watch that movie? It was, I think it is called Perfect Storm, right? With Mark Wahlberg and they're the Boston fishermen and they're going up there to catch swordfish or whatever. And they're all talking about, you've got uh, uh, the guy that's the weather guy. It's like, you've got this here, this here, and this here. So you've got three different patterns, and they're going to emerge, and it's going to be the perfect storm. And that's what it was. But being a leader, you adjust to situations. Watch sports. Great coaches do what? They go in at halftime and go, hmm, that didn't work. Let's come out and do something different. I've got an idea. I've, I, I felt it out. I see what they're doing. I understand what's happening. It's time for us to pivot in a different way. You're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, let's do that. And then we're going to go out and put it. Biden never did that. And instead, it was just, well, this is all Putin's fault. No, this is landing at your feet. And let me tell you something. Americans know. Drivers nationwide filling up their tanks and emptying their wallets. Nine states in Washington, D.C. now averaging more than $5 a gallon. The national average soaring to a record $4.84, according to AAA. In a new ABC News poll, three-quarters of Americans say gas prices are an extremely or very important factor in how they'll vote in the midterms. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. You don't think that's true? Of course it is. You know, with the shooting in, so you have, you have abortion, obviously it's going to be a topic, uh, which should come down any day now, because SCOTUS, this is the month when they start releasing all of their cases and their, and their rulings. Secondly, you've got the shootings, and that's going to play a part somewhat. But we're, we're a nation of, like, now oh, that was today, we're really concerned about it, but six, eight weeks go by and nothing else really comes of it. Uh, then we're on to something else. But every day we pay for gas. Every day. So I'm in one of those gnarly states, uh, Arizona, as far as gas goes. Love my state. But uh, we pay more than the average. 
Luke, you're filling in for producer uh, Phil. Everybody say hi to Luke. Luke, what did you pay for gas today or lately? It was uh, four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Are you out of your mind? Four ninety nine. I paid four ninety nine out where I live in the Valley of the Dirt People. That's that's our our, our little fun stuff. Is uh, the truck stops tend to be a little bit less, and I live in a place where there's truck stops uh, because you know I've got lizards and I want to be out in the middle of nowhere and. The gas station, when I get off the freeway here in Phoenix, is almost $6. This isn't Southern California. It's $5.89. $5.89. Every time you pass a gas station, every time you go by a gas station, that right there is an advertisement to vote Republican. Every time you go to the grocery store and the 10 things you buy used to cost you a 40 bucks now cost you $65 that receipt is an advertisement for Republicans. Doesn't mean they'll win because at some point in time they're going to blow something up as we all know and I don't mean like really I just mean that they everybody knows how both these sides can snatch you know victory from the jaws of defeat in any moment but usually they snatch Defeat from the jaws of victory because that's them. Oh, look, there's defeat. Let me grab it. Oh, yeah, we were going to win, but I've decided to do something stupid. But everybody pays attention. Everybody participates. It's the one thing we all participate in. If you're a gun owner, you want your rights. If you're a woman, you want your rights. If you're a gun owner... And you're sitting there and you're like, people who don't own guns might be like, I don't, you know, I don't know. It's just, I don't really care. I'm not bothered. If you're a, if you're a, if you're a man, you look over and you, yes, yeah, some people care about choice to stand the other, but it's really not my gig. I got other things going on. Here's the one thing that everybody participates in. It's called the economy. It's called the economy. And to think that this isn't going to play the, the biggest role, it's going to. Unless something goes drastically wrong and Putin does something so outrageous that, you know what, we're just glad we made it to the November election. This will be the big issue, because if stuff costs 50 percent more than it did last year and that was up. Don't tell me people don't vote with their wallet, because as I forgot who it was, it was one of Clinton's people that said it's the economy, stupid. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from you. A little what's trending coming up. Got that for you. More on this chaos. Speaking of the election, because uh, we got that midterms coming up, the elections at that point in time. But how about that? Their election. Let me tell you something about the election. I work with presidential. Uh, it's an amazing company, right? So it's, it's, it's a pack. They put it together, and it's, it's awesome. And it's presidentialelectionproject.com. And what they want to do is they want to reform the Electoral Count Act of 1887. Why is that? Well, it's too vague. It's too antiquated. They want no ambiguities. They want to have everything clarified. So people say, hey, can you imagine a scenario where everybody is arguing and fighting over what took place when it comes to the election, right? Like, 
did, did was it stolen was this that and the other and the vice president kamala harris this time could say maybe i'll make a choice maybe i'm going to try something maybe i do something a little different you, you you don't want that nobody wants that and nobody wants to see a vice president put into a position much like mike pence was in the last election we don't want that no 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 what we want is true understanding of what it is what that is so the presidential election project wants to show you what that is they want you to go to presidentialelectionproject.com sign up you're going to get updates learn more about the very important procedural ceremony and what steps congress is taking to reform and clarify the election process i urge you to check it out just go sign up get those updates presidentialelectionproject.com presidentialelectionproject.com so that there's no way that in 2024 that vice president harris and any other vice president going forward could have the power to overturn the results. Check it out for yourself. Presidentialelectionproject.com. Sign up for updates now. Presidentialelectionproject.com. Chad Benson Show. Irreverent? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let us take a peek and find out what's trending. Let's start over in the Google. Angelo Morando. The Google Doodle honors the espresso machine inventor. So he's the inventor of the espresso machine. And for that, sir... Congratulations. You've made a lot of people jittery. The Warriors trending big yesterday as they beat uh, the Baston Celtics to even the series at one. Philadelphia shooting trending yesterday as well. Bon Jovi, Alec John Such, founding member of Bon Jovi, has passed away at the age 70. Trouble, a rapper. Not Trouble Rapper. His name is Trouble. He's a rapper. He has been killed in a home evasion. Big trending yesterday. Soccer round out the top 10. Wales and Ukraine, Argentina and Estonia, and USA and Uruguay. That was a 0 0 tie. Uh, Argentina, well, Lionel Messi, five. Estonia, nothing. And Wales beat Ukraine to get the last position from Europe in the World Cup in Qatar 2022. Head over to the magical world of Twitter. January 6th is trending because, you know, they're getting ready to have the, the big hearings. Does anybody care? It's funny. There's a front page of Drudge and a few other uh, sites I go to, both left and right sites. January 6th panel plans blockbuster hearings. Does America care? Will they turn in? I don't think so. I think America's kind of moved on, which is good at this point in time. You guys do whatever it is that you need to do. Zero problems with that. I just think if you're looking for people to care when they're paying 5 to $6 per gallon for gas that's a tough stretch right there tough tough stretch today is the longest day in golf that's what they call it it's the last opportunity for people to qualify for the u.s open so they'll be handing out uh, a lot of open qualifiers so you're going to get guys who are on the pga tour right now who are successful you're even going to get people that have won the u.s open before lucas glover being one of them 
He qualified in 2009 as a, like an open qualification and then played his way into the tournament and won the tournament. But you have to do it over 36 holes. It's a long, long, long day. That is a long day. Yeah, that is a tough, tough day. Love to be there. Danny Woodhead is also very interesting. He is a former NFL player, won a Super Bowl with the Patriots, played golf kind of sporadically while he played. After nine years in the NFL, he retired and decided he wanted to get serious about it, and he has played his way in to the qualifications. And his coach says, this guy's serious. He's serious. He wants to do this. And so you're going to find guys who have just been really good golfers, who've made it through, and you're going to be playing against a PGA pro potentially to get into the tournament. That's kind of cool. I love that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Very interesting. I watched uh, Bill Maher the other night. And he brought up the stupid generation, right, about TikTok. And there is something about that that I find to be very real. But also, what do kids want to be? When you were growing up, you know, producer Anthony and I were talking. When we were growing up, you want to be an astronaut. You want to be a fireman. You wanted to be a doctor, a nurse, a lawyer, uh, an, you know, a rock star. You wanted to be a lot of different things. But what do kids want to be nowadays? A younger generation. I think if you think about it, it's pretty easy to see. You're like, oh, yeah. Talk about that straight ahead. 323-538-2423. Chad Benson. Chad. Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. A couple of people tweeted at me, Chad, how could you say January 6th doesn't matter in the panels? I never said it didn't matter. I said, do people care? There's a difference. You're paying six bucks some places in America. You're paying five fifty in others. You're paying four fifty in a lot of places. And when Biden took over, it was half that. I'm not saying people don't care, but I don't think a lot of people do. I'll tell you one thing. They're not interested. It's not going to be a blockbuster. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial will blow it out of the water for as many people who who watched it. Maybe that's part of the fall of our civilization. Or maybe it's just because people look at this in a very cynical way and say it's all partisan. Nobody's really trying to figure anything out. It's all about punishing the other side for an election rather than actually trying to come up with some sort of answers to what took place on that day. That's the reality of it. I was talking the other day, you know, Peter Navarro. 
one of Trump's muckety-mucks, got arrested for contempt, right, after being subpoenaed, and did he lie to the FBI and this, that, and the other, and, you know, he was arrested, and this is, my, my uncle is a huge Trump supporter, huge. And he goes, who's Peter Navarro? I said, that's everything you need to know. You're a huge Trump supporter, right? It might as well have been Dave Navarro. I could have said that to some people, and they would have been like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dave Navarro. And then they're like, wait a minute, isn't he in a band? Yeah. So, I mean, he was an assistant to the president, right? National Defense Production Act, policy coordinator. Did a lot of things for the president. And most people have no idea. He's not, he's not the most famous of the Navarros. So whether it's important or not really doesn't matter. It's the question is, do people care? And I think most people don't care. Because I think most people look and say, you guys do what you guys need to do. You do the investigation and whatever it is that you're going to do. Uh, but you're going to do it from a partisan way, so there's that. And the second thing is, is i got to worry about gas and inflation and all these other things, so there's a bigger worry for me than what takes place in your panel. Oh, yeah, I see that now. Speaking of worry and want and things of that nature, this is very interesting. So Bill Maher talked about the stupid generation, and, and I think there is a a, a a real line that we as a nation need to start drawing in the sand of understanding the basics about who we are as a country and just the basics in life. Because I feel like a lot of it has to do with Google and the Internet. I think a lot of people feel they're really, really smart. And rather than to take the information that's on there, read it and learn about it and, t and use it as a book, it has now become the end-all to be-all. But the Internet is also giving us many different things, which is what most kids want to be nowadays, which is an influence. We'll talk about that in a second. Before we tackle any of our daunting specific problems here in America, we have to figure out how a country can solve any problem if so many of its people are so intractably, astoundingly, mind-numbingly stupid. And I'm not saying that as hyperbole or just out of frustration. I mean this country just might be empirically, verifiably too f dumb to continue. Take a look at some of the answers given on a TikTok site called Project Better. Who was the first person to land on the sun? Lance something, Lance. Lance. Lance Armstrong. That's scary. Now, we play our little bumper when we come back, right? And they say D-Day. Is that a rapper? Right? And they talk about, you know, that person thinks D-Day's a rapper. You're like, w wait, what? Right? Just, it, it, you're... There's so many people out there that are like that, though. And that's the scary thing. And all of us run into them. But we're like, is this a one-off or is this is this this real? What is the biggest city in the world? Like Asia? What is the biggest city in the world? Europe. If you were born in 2021, how old would you be? 21. What country is Venice, Italy located in for $100? Do you have any clue? Gosh, I'm going to be a teacher, so I should know this. Um, you should. Paris? Where is Queen Elizabeth from? Uh, Egypt. Egypt? Egypt. Did you, did you hear that? 
It reminds me of uh, kids, if you're a little too old for this, I'll understand. If you go back and there was a great bit that Cheech and Chong did, right? And they had Bob on. Bob, can you spell your name, Bob? Do you know your name, Bob? Starts with a B, ends with a B, Bob. Bob, do you know your name, Bob? And it's like, uh, that's kind of where we are. And a good portion of these kids are not stoners. They're just idiots. This country simply has no education standards anymore. They will let you out of a public high school and give you a diploma, and you don't have to actually know anything, which used to be the mission of schools, knowing things. I know it's super important to stop the grooming of our kids. Certainly critical race theory must be stricken from the curriculum. But, you know, while we're having those fights, could someone please notice that the kids don't actually know anything? Absolutely. I feel like that we've got this weird world where we've got a lot of kids who are great at the buck learning, right? Somewhat, and, and they're definitely moving forward in a much faster pace. And then we've got a bunch of people who are trying to bring them back down with everybody else. We talked last week about the, in Illinois, uh, Chicago, about the, the, the race. And they're like, oh, people are like, no, it's not real. That's not what it's like. We're, we're, you know, is it not real or is it kind of real about race? and 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 teaching and you know and and based on that we've got a we've got a high school here where they're passing some kids through just because they don't know what to do with them they're like man they're failing and it's not very good but should we just pass them on should we just we should we just do that no that's a disservice to the child what are you doing? Well, you know, we figured that this whole thing with uh, COVID, it didn't really work, and these kids are farther behind, but we don't want to be graded on our teaching ability and because it's all, it's, it's frustrating. Jackson School, my son, he is, well, soon to be 12. Very excited about his life. One of his first Christmas birthday presents yesterday. My stepdaughter in the school both of them now jack they're they're in the same grade jack is miles ahead of her miles ahead of her she's smart miles ahead of my other little brothers as well because they've gone to he's gone to an accelerated school and then my little of littlest brothers who's adopted he's my nephew but he's my mother's adopted he's my little brother he's gone to a private school and he is miles ahead of his other two brothers that are older than him because so many of these schools nowadays focus on crap that doesn't matter kids are coming out ill-equipped to deal with anything in this world and that's a shame that's supposed to be the next generation but they focus more on gender and and diversity and equity when they should focus on learning learning so what do kids want to be though if you're if you're going to be stupid you better be something you're definitely super influential and a leader in the space for YouTube and social media. What would you recommend to someone who's trying to break into this space, which feels so late into the game at this point? Yeah, dude, you're right. It is so hard. It's so saturated. I had the blessing of 
starting video when I was eight years old, before a YouTuber was even a thing. I feel empathy for creators now. The majority of Gen Z took a survey and like, these kids just want to be influencers. Yeah. Slogan Paul there, uh, talking about what kids want to be nowadays. Kids want to be influencers. Eight out of ten kids today, youth of America, right? From from the the you know from the millennials, not the eldest millennials, but middle millennials, all the way down to this Gen Z. They want to be influencers. Television is not their jam. Right? That's not their gig. They don't want to be rock stars. They want to be influencers. They want to have followers. They want to have people listen to what they have to say. That's what what's happening. No wonder we've got a world of 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 stupid. I mean, we should have influencer teachers. First of all, they probably do a better job at this rate. Because they wouldn't have to be fighting with the administrators. They wouldn't have like the teachers are hamstrung in many ways and doing certain things, and it's just sad. So maybe they should be the ones teaching. They want to be YouTubers. And I'm like, no, please <laughs> be careful. Um, we need some doctors. Yeah, you, you got You have to. You, please, we need doctors. <laughs> you have to have something special an authentic likability. You're filling a hole that no one's really doing just yet. Every new creator I see that makes it, I go, that makes sense. And sometimes you got to break your way in. You know, it'll take a decade of work before you fit. Yeah, and that's the other thing. We see them, and they're young, uh, and the slogan Paul there, and they're like, oh, wait a minute, this guy's been doing it for how long? And I know several pretty decent-sized influencers, and the quote-unquote, oh, man, that looks awesome and fun, it's like everything else. What goes into it, how long it takes to get it done, how long it took to get to where it is, I always joke about, you know, it, and I, whether it's my friends who are, or, who are actors or, you know, other voiceover artists that I work with or, or people in radio. It's like, man, I worked 20 years to become an overnight success. Does that happen once in a while? Of course it does. And when you become an overnight success, usually it's kind of overnight. But it took 20 years to get to the night. People don't understand that. And kids want it instantaneous. That's where our kids want to be nowadays. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Somebody asked me, why don't you tweet? I'm like, you know why? Because it's just so negative. I can't do negative anymore. I just can't. I don't care about who you're pissed at. I don't care who you're trying to impress. I don't care if, uh, to me, it's just, it's so negative, And I just, I don't need that. I don't want it. You could tweet hi today. And somebody's going to tweet something back. It was easy for you to say straight white male. And you're like, whatever. I don't even get this. Like, who? who's that for and how angry are you? That's what's out there. People who want to do stupid things and become influencers and then people who are angry. I'll just keep watching my Westerns. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Tweet and text. Love hearing from you all. Even if it's disdain. Eden Pure gets the stink away. Best air purifier around. Deliciously amazing. Yeah, to say the least. Absolutely incredible. Gets the stink out of your house fast. It's called the Oxy Leaf 2 Thunderstorm. Now you're going to get three units. You're going to use code CHAD3. You're going to save $200 on, though, uh, on that immediately. So, what it does, Oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules which seek and destroy odors. Kills, smells in seconds, 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 which is awesome. No masking, 
simply eliminates. Over 250,000 sold, and that is climbing. No filters to buy over and over again. Plug it in the wall and let it go. It's super silent, and I tell you what, within moments, you will smell the difference. Difference. Right now, save $200 on Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. Full coverage, your kitchen, your house, your office, your bedroom, wherever you need it, by going to EdenPureDeals.com, put in discount code CHAD3 to save $200. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code CHAD3. Shipping is free. EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3, saves you two hundies for the best hair purifier around. Chad Benson Show. If you're part of the politically exhausted majority, don't fear. Your time to be validated and rejuvenated is here. It's the Chad Benson Show. That's me. You're you. Hope all is well. We have a good conversation about being an influencer. I mean, it's a, uh, I just, it, it sounds great, right? Like, you know, like I always said for years that, all the Kardashians for all of the stuff. That's a lot of work, man. That's just you're yeah, you're in front of a camera twenty four seven, right? You're taking God knows how many pictures every day. You're traveling all over the world. You're you're it, it, uh, well, that's no, it's a business like everything else. It's not a business. They don't take a few pictures, send it out, and everybody's like, oh my god, it's a business. And it's the same thing with any you know with any of the other anything worthwhile. Right, like truly worthwhile, where you want to be a star of some sort, whether it's an athlete or a rock star or whatever it is. You know, my mom and I talk about this all the time with uh, my little brother Elijah. He's got a lot of talent, a lot of things. Uh, he's not talented in school, uh, but there's a reason for that. But in sports, he's brilliant. And he only likes to play the games. And for me, I liked it all. I loved it all. I was I loved to practice. I you never had to ask me. My brother uh, Tristan, he was on the ice. I mean, here's a kid living in Southern California who's on the ice 12 hours a day. Like he lives in Michigan. I mean, this was not, you know, and and it, whether it's a rock, you know, you know, a rock star, you don't see the hours that they put in of, of learning. You don't see any of those things. I try to tell Jack all the time because Jack would love to be an influencer, is it's the hours and hours that you don't see that put it, you put in that make you who you are. Because somebody else is out working, if somebody else is out doing something, and for influencers, a portion of it's luck. You know, somebody sees a video that you do and they like it. Then they forward it or they retweet it or do, does whatever. But very rarely does that happen. Nowadays, more often than not, it's what? It's just time over time over time over time. Over time. Over time. Over time. Over time. That's, that, that, that's what ends up happening. You got to put the hours in. I get it all the time with uh, people ask me, you know, because I mentor a bunch of people. A lot of interns that come through here. So people just reached out, said, I'm really interested. And, you know, how long have you been doing this? It's easy for you to say. 
And I'm just like, you guys, I've been in this business 30 years. It took me forever just to get a chance. And I've done everything in radio you could think of. From taking out the garbage to working Saturdays at, uh, you know, a record shop opening to, you know, I mean, to doing overnights where I don't do anything but make sure that the radio station stays on air to, you know, doing a radio shift on a Sunday night just to get a chance. Put in some hours, and you got to do it, right? You got to if you want to make it. And, yes, talent plays a huge part of it, but a lot of time it's an act of attrition. Can you outlast some of the other people who may be more talented but don't want it as much? Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson hello 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 welcome to said program gas prices up inflation up this presidency seems to be struggling it's not getting better at least at this moment you know i could sit here and be negative it's not who i am i want whoever the president is, to succeed. If you don't want a president to succeed because your team, quote-unquote, isn't in the game, that is the most asinine thing on the planet. <laughs> That's, again, like hoping your pilot crashes because you want to be right because you wanted to have another pilot. But there's no doubt this president has problems. Those problems are getting worse every single day they're going up 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 and and he's looking for something you know a couple weeks ago before the shootings uh the big story was what was going on in ukraine but also the leaked quote-unquote ruling that was going to come out from scotus which should come out sometime could come out today could come out tomorrow in the next several days i'm assuming as uh, the scotus their sessions are over and now they're going to be releasing all of these verdicts and their positions on them and that was the big that was like the big thing right so biden is at this fundraiser and he says you know this uh roe v wade is 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 it's going to be a helper for the democrats in the midterms but he said no matter what five dollar gas and inflation scare the hell out of voters yeah yeah it does democrats are seemingly running on empty i want uh, i want every american to know families all across america are hurting because of inflation when it comes to the gas prices uh we're going through an incredible transition what people don't know is it's 70 percent of the increase in inflation was a consequence of Putin's price hike, 7%. In your view, is a recession in the United States inevitable? No, 
Our GDP is going to grow faster than China's for the first time in 40 years. I want, uh, I want every American to know that I'm taking inflation uh, very seriously, and it's my top domestic priority. There's a lot going on uh, right now. Food is pricey, but the idea we're going to be able to, you know, click the switch, bring down the cost of gasoline is not likely in their term, nor is it with regard to food. Food is pricey, food is pricey. God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger. But it's difficult because, again, of Putin and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. You saw, we saw in March that 60% of inflation that month was due to price increases at the pump. Yeah, you can blame it on Putin all you want, and that's what they're doing. They're trying to find a scapegoat. The reality is simply this. There is some cover, because not everything is his fault, but it's not enough that's going to change, I think, and alter a lot of what we're going to see. And why it matters is simply this. When the Republicans went over the House, which is probably what's going to happen, you're going to have a new speaker, Chancellor Arts Kevin McCarthy. From there, you're going to have investigation after investigation. All of a sudden, the, the, the battle that's going to go on that you saw that Trump went through for four years is going to start to happen with Biden. If they win the Senate, it's going to be two years of a lame duck president, even though he, quote unquote, says he's running again for the presidency. It is it, it's. This is what's coming. Is it going to fix any of our issues? Some issues we can deal with as Americans. We can deal with a majority of them. Certain things, though, it's tough. You and I are changing the price of oil today. That's not happening. It's a global thing. We're not we're, we're not. We're not fixing immigration. We're not even talking about immigration. Immigration is a hot mess. Immigration is a joke. Immigration and and the rules of immigration, the laws of immigration, as far as I'm concerned, they don't even exist anymore. But they'll find ways to try to blame as all presidents do. You're trying to spin it as best you can for the person that you're working for. Americans feel gas prices just about more than anything else. We're seeing $5 a gallon, approaching $5 a gallon across the country right now as we head into the summer vacation season. Earlier this year, the president tapped the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. It hasn't made any difference at all. Was that a failure? Well, look, I, I don't think it's correct to say it hasn't made any difference at all. Uh, this is an action that helped to stabilize global oil prices. Uh, the action the president took around ethanol, introducing additional flexibility there, that's having an effect. price of gasoline is, is not set by a dial in the Oval Office. No, it's not. Pete Buttigieg, it's not. There's a lot of things. Putin and what's going on there is absolutely an issue. No, no doubt about it. But there's a lot more than just that. Our consumption is one part. And of course, you've got to, if you're the Democrats, you have to come out with the same line over and over. It's greed. When an oil company is deciding hour by hour how much to charge you for a gallon of gas, uh, they're not calling the administration to ask what they should do. Uh, they're doing it based on their goal of maximizing their profits. It's been very striking right now to see these oil companies uh, who have become almost ridiculously profitable and you hear these oil executives on the record talking about how they're not going to increase production uh, why would they they're doing great right now 
Now, oil companies own how much of gas stations in this country? How many? About 1%. Okay. Gas tax, state and local. Distribution and marketing, the cost of refining, and crude oil prices. So taxes, they don't control. Distribution and marketing, they do their marketing. Distribution, but do they control that? No. The cost of refining, that's the refineries. Crude oil prices are set by what? By other things, like the world market. So there's a lot that goes into it, and obviously supply and demand is one of it. If we want oil and we need to consume more of it, then the demand for it goes up. And if we are lacking in the availability of oil, the prices are going to go up. Whenever I ask people to say, oh, it's these greedy oil companies, it's okay, 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 okay. Look, I'm not saying they're not greedy. I mean, what business doesn't want to make as much as, show me a business is like, no, no, I don't want to make any more money. No, nah, that's all right. I don't want to make, I don't, uh, I don't want to make, I don't, no, no, we, we want to, we want to stay, we don't want to lose money from here. No, you know, it's just stupid. But if I sell oil and the market is set at, you know, $120 a barrel. Then how am I greedy? Oh, yeah, I'm making a ton of money. Well, why aren't you drilling more? Well, why should I drill more? Maybe I'll drill more other places. Why should I drill more in America? If I'm going to hit, be hit with lawsuit after lawsuit, restriction after restriction, it costs money. We're making money right now. Well, they should be drilling more. Yeah, but when it was at $30 and $40 a barrel during the crisis of COVID, nobody seemed to care. Everybody's looking for somebody to blame. And that's what you do if you are in this administration. But it still doesn't matter. Because every day that you go to the grocery store, you will feel it in your pocketbook. Every day you put gas in your car, you'll feel it in your pocketbook. Every day you have to charge a customer something, you'll see that money come in they'll feel it and you'll feel it too because maybe your costs haven't quite caught up yet or maybe your cost is causing your business to slow down we all participate in the economy stupid right it's always the economy stupid and that's where we are and so you can blame putin you can blame Trump, but you said you wanted to be the person where the buck stops with you. Well, the buck is here, and you're trying to pass it now. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. You go there, and you're going to get a free bag of Rough Greens from Dr. Dennis Black. He's going to make sure that you will see a difference in your dog. It's amazing. You're not going to pay anything except for the cost of shipping. Dr. Dennis Black is a naturopathic doctor who's done a lot in his life. Vietnam-era helicopter pilot, 
a man who has devoted his life to so many different things, and yet he feels this is like the most important thing, which is making sure your dogs are healthy. And that's why he created Rough Greens. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff goes into it. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food once a day. If your dog has issues with their skin, issues with digestive tract, maybe they're lethargic, they don't have any energy, maybe they've just got aches and pains, you watch what this does. My dog Doodle is living proof because he should have been put to sleep a long time ago, and yet here he is, alive, well, and bouncy as can be, and I love it. Get your free bag of Rough Greens right now. Go to ruffgreens.com slash chad. That's roughgreens.com slash Chad. To get a free bag of Rough Greens, you cover the cost of shipping, and out a bag comes to you. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. So here's something that's good, makes our world amazing. I always say, we're in the greatest time in the history of mankind. Oh, my God, we totally are. How could it be, Chad? There's things that are going on that are bad and wrong. Let me tell you something, what's happened. Now, is this a once-off? I have no idea. Is this something that is truly game-changing? It's a possibility. But a trial cancer study with 12 rectal cancer patients is being done. The study titled PD-1 Blockade in Mismatch Repair Deficit, which was the name of our band, actually, for a while. Mismatch Repair Deficit, but I was like, I don't think anybody knows what that is. All 12 cancer, cancer patients had a clinical complete response, meaning gone. Medium age of the patients was 54 to 62%. They were women. They said typically such cancer patients would need to go through debilitating treatments like chemo, radiation, or surgery, and extreme cases be fitted with colostomy bags. But this was one of those things where all 12 had a complete Clinical response, meaning remission in every single patient. And it's monoclonal antibodies are a huge part of this. Doctors have been unable to see any evidence of the tumors among the patients who are using magnetic uh, resonance imaging, so MRIs. Fludexaglucose F18 injections. I probably screwed that up, but deal with it. Physicians examinations this is amazing right like this is incredible to think of something like this and for all the chaos and all the wackiness of what took place with uh, covid and we'll touch on that in a little bit the reality is is some of the stuff we're finding out monoclonal antibodies being one of them 
is another one of those things. And so much of what we get in medicine, so much of what we get from space, right? Like all these things, like plastic and all this stuff. It was supposed to be for this, but hey, man, it really works for this. We didn't think it was going to be worth anything. It was kind of a throwaway. It kind of worked okay over here. It was better than nothing, but we tried it on several different things, and this thing worked. Now, could they have a relapse? Absolutely. Could something go wrong? 100%. But as of now, they've experienced nothing more than very little side effects. According to Drugs.com, the cost of Gemperli or Gemperl intravenous solution is about 11 grand for a supply of uh, 10 milliliters. So could this be something? It's very much a possibility. We'll have to watch. But I just find that to be fascinating. It's the beauty of, of the world we live in right now is for all of the chaos and craziness. And that's why I do think that we'll have alternative energy sources. Here's the problem with a lot of this stuff. The alternative energy sources that we're going to find may not jive with climate change people, et cetera, et cetera. And that's going to be one of the issues moving forward is you're going to find that, yeah, this might work. Like nuclear is phenomenal. I'm a huge fan of nuclear. But you mentioned nuclear. There's a three-mile island in Chernobyl, and you're like, okay. Uh, so, so I can see this is this is not going to be a conversation we're going to be able to have. This is not going to be one of those combos. So what do I think is going to happen from here? Uh, I think you're going to find more and more, as especially after what took place with COVID, that we're going to find more and more pushing forward, pushing forward, pushing forward, pushing forward of a lot of these things. When it comes to why can't things get through faster? Why can't things get through quicker? Why is, you know, so much of what we have locked up in bureaucracy and BS? But every time science advances, so do opportunities to take that to medicine, to travel, all of that. And that's beautiful. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Shows. Your Twitter is the Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. If I'm the Democrats and I want to win uh, in November and try to hold on to the, to the House and make sure that the Senate doesn't go anywhere, I'm doing two things. First of all, I am, where are we strong at? Like in our base. And what is the, there's always a uniting factor with individuals. So us as, as, as a group of people, to a person, find that what took place in in Evaldi, Texas, was vile and nasty and horrible. So we're united there. What can we do together 
that we think that may add certain layers of protection and may stop some of these. We're not going to stop all of them because human beings innately will find a way to do something evil and bad if they want to do it. But if we can stop some of them, okay, inflation. I would, if I'm a Democrat, be over and over again going, well, what's your plan? What's your plan? I'm sure additional ideas will be welcomed, uh, especially when they're ideas that come in good faith. Uh, but right now, the president has a, a very clear plan. Now, unfortunately, from the other side of the aisle, what we're seeing is not very much by way of concrete ideas. Well, that's Pete Buttigieg. Well, what's his plan? Because his plan has been no plan. Buying an electric car is not a plan. Right? That's not. That's that's not a plan. You have to go after him with more, well, we've got a plan. You don't have a plan. Because if you had a plan, you would have put it into into play already. And we'd see the effects on the economy. You have zero plan. None. Your plan is eerily similar to what I see what's going on at the border, which is no plan. If your plan is to say uh, everybody who is is profiting from this is evil, well, then there's your plan. That's not going to win over the hearts and minds of voters. I'm I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I don't, I, that's it. So you better come up with a plan. And if you're the Republicans, you can't just say we're going to do the opposite. I'm always amazed when I talk to Paul. I shouldn't be. Right? I'm always amazed when I talk to politicians because I talk to a lot of them. I don't like having them on. My local show, we tend to have more politicians on. Uh, I've always felt that when you start to have on a group of politicians, what ends up happening more often than not is you become friends with them. It's hard to criticize friends. What is your plan? Raising taxes on the rich? No. How are you going to, why are you not, you're going to have to go speak to Saudi Arabia. That's one of your plans right now that you should have done months and months ago. We've been talking about this for a long time. Everybody saw this coming. When they printed all that money last year, we said, don't print all that money. You probably didn't need a second one, and you sure now don't need a third one. And now they're like, you're kind of, everybody saw it coming. So what's your plan besides Saudi Arabia? Why haven't we gone to the oil companies and said, look, opportunity to drill is now. What can we do to get you guys to start drilling more, to producing more? Well, we don't want to do that. Well, then, then enjoy 6 $7 gas as your ass is replaced. But you didn't talk to Europe when you knew that he was going to invade. When you knew the pooter was going to make a move, you didn't talk to Europe. You didn't get there and say, hey guys, what's our what's our what's our plan here? What's our move? Are we all going to get off this? Are we going to are we going to try to do everything we can to clamp down on him? Are we going to do everything we can to make sure that his life is miserable? Are we going to go after every oligarch we can find? Are we going to go after every penny we can get from them to make sure that they are not funding all of this 
through their natural gas and their oil and that you guys aren't held hostage. What are you guys proposing? I don't think he did that. He's reactionary, and his reactions have been weak. I don't expect much from the Republicans either, and more and more they'll they'll fail. But their plan right now is probably just to shut up. But I would go back and forth with their plans. Here's our plan. Tell me what their plan is. Tell me what the Democrats' plan is. I'm still waiting. You can get back to me. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, another weekend, bunch of shootings. The numbers are staggering, and it's easy to get caught up on those numbers. The numbers of victims shot, of people killed, but each of those represents a family. So many Americans impacted by gun violence. The CDC now lists firearms as the leading cause of death for Americans under the age of 24. Yeah. That is absolutely sad. But that's where we are. A lot of that is suicide. Let's, you know, but there's too much. There's too much. We have a mental health problem. We have a, a, a problem where we have too many young men out there who believe a gun is the answer to every question that they don't like. So how do we go about fixing a lot of these? It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not. But the Democrats are trying to figure out, okay, how do we, unfortunately, how do we use some of this stuff in our favor right now? How do we? They're looking at the polls because they understand. They're not polling well. They're not polling well because the thing that the average person who goes, who is, is just going on with their life every day feels is inflation, the rising cost of life. What are some other big deals? More than 8 in 10 in the latest ABC News Ipsos poll say that the economy is either an extremely or very important issue in determining how they will vote. Only 37% approve of President Biden's handling of the economic recovery. About 7 in 10 say gun violence and about 6 in 10 say abortion are also potentially important drivers of their vote. Yeah. Gun violence for sure. And we need to separate. Gun violence. Because we have the what we saw in Nivaldi, Texas, right? That's that's a big one. With mental illness, angry individuals doing something. What we saw in Buffalo. And then we have over the weekend several shootings that took place. And what you have, you have people who have beef, right? Kids who are pissed and angry. Young adults who are mad at somebody, and they're going to get back at them. And the fact that there's 300 people standing around means nothing because they're going to Rambo it and willy-nilly fire and injure and or kill people. We've got issues, and we need to talk about those. And if you're a Republican, how do you come at those issues in a real way without pissing off the NRA, because we understand the power that the NRA has. They're a huge money and lobbying group. And your constituents, right? I mean, you could be a Democrat and you could be pro-life, but you might keep your mouth shut. Why? Because you're worried about getting rehired. 
which is one of the reasons that so many people never seem to ever get anything done. They're more worried about being rehired than taking a real leadership role and speaking out. So we've got, if you're the Democrats, how do you shape this? And if you're the Republicans, how do you shape it? Because this week is a massive week. And an opportunity to get stuff done. Now, it's not going to be perfect. A majority of Americans want red flag laws. Well, a lot of states have them. So having them means nothing if you don't enforce them. Secondly, and this is important, is background checks. On my local show, we talked to a bunch of gun owners, uh, and we were asking them questions. Questions about what would you like to see done? And to a person, they all said the same thing. Str- more stringent with background checks. Maybe 20-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds don't deserve certain weapons. That they should have to go through more to get them. All fair questions. But the minute you bring something up, somebody fires back at something, and it's like, it, 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 it's, it's not all or nothing. Very rarely is it that black and white. But you and I both know that until you start having real conversations and be willing to shut out the noise of Twitter and and cable news and a lot of that other stuff, until you have real conversations where you can speak freely and openly about, look, we need better background checks. Some states, I mean, got the guy last week in Tulsa. He bought the gun a few hours before. Right? He's just, he did. I mean, now that guy was going to kill no matter what. And it's, and hey, Democrats, it's not the gun. Hey, hey, Republicans, or, 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 or people who would just, this is all that matters to them. Uh, there are guns out there that, yeah, responsible people use responsibly, but people want to kill people. It makes it a lot easier for them to do. Where's the real conversation? Can you have it? I think it's tougher than ever before to have it in today's world of 24-7 news. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Healthy Cell. The next generation of dietary supplements. Now, if you take supplements in pill form, it's time to change that. Why? Because studies show they don't absorb most of the nutrients in the pill. Meaning you take it and you don't get anything out of it. It's hard to swallow. Vitamins can't absorb. It's a waste of money. Stop wasting your money. That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell. Why? First of all, great tasting, ingestible gel. 165% more absorption than pills. I tried it. I ditched the pills. I have. Now, I take, so uh, I love what they do at night. So they have REM sleep. I, I take the focus and recall every single day and the immune super boost, which is the strongest immune su- supplement on the market. It's incredible. In fact, you'd have to take 15 large capsules to get the same thing from one of these amazing little ingestible gels. A little bit bigger than like a ketchup packet. You tear it off, suck it down, away you go. Right now, 
I want you to start your journey to better health. Go to HealthyCell.com slash Chad. That's HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad, 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Promo code is Chad, 20% off your first order. Chad Benson Show. Let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. That is us. You are you. You guys worried about the pox? I mean, the monkey pox, not the not the other pox that's out there. Not that not that chicken pox. I'm on the monkey pox. It's real. It's here. Okay. Monkeypox is here. It's very hard to catch. It requires very close contact or sexual transmission. In the UK, over 50% of cases are in gay or bisexual men. It's spreading that way sexually. Uh, there's about 200 cases in the UK and several hundred cases in Europe. But I think that this has been around a while. The structure of this virus looks like it's something that's been around a while, which means if it tracks back a couple of years to Nigeria, it's not going to suddenly take off. And that's what people really need to know. All right, so what's your, what kind of mask do I need to wear for the monkeypox? That's all I need to know, right? Dr. Sick, tell me, do I need to wear a mask? It's also something we can easily isolate you if you have it. You know, the, it's probably been missed for a couple of years because you have flu-like symptoms or you have lymph node swelling or headaches. But the rash is very characteristic. It's very easy to, to find and to separate people out. We have an antiviral drug and a vaccine if we need it, but I don't anticipate this spreading wildly at all. He does not anticipate spreading it wildly. Wild. No, indeed, does not. Doesn't mean that there's not issues out there. We have other issues. Other issues like, I don't know, COVID's still around. So I wanted to get in. I'm going to touch on this. We might get more into it tomorrow. My little brother goes to a school where they have one of these dogs. I think they have two of these dogs. And it is amazing. And in the two years that COVID's been running rampant or whatever it's been, the reality is his school's had zero breakouts. It's amazing. COVID-sniffing canines. Your next coronavirus test might come with no swab and four legs. Seriously, a new study at France's National Veterinary School found that dogs effectively sniffed out the coronavirus with 97% accuracy. That's huge. So when he goes to school, there's dogs out there. And they sniff as they walk by. Sniff, 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 sniff. It's, it's, it's amazing. And they've had no issues, no breakout. It's been incredible. They didn't shut down. Once they got through the initial period, because it's California, and there's courts and the whole nine yards, everything's shutting down. Uh, once that happened, they reopened uh, because it was private school. And no problems. And it is being put into action in this country already. Possibly the first dogs in the U.S. certified to detect COVID-19. So, Ellison, tell us, how do they train these dogs to sniff out the virus? There are different ways that they train and practice with the dogs. What they did with these at Florida International University is they actually got face masks that were worn by COVID-positive patients and then used that to train the dogs to recognize that scent. Chad, how did they find these dogs? Well, these dogs are different. Uh... My little brother's school, Bubba, Kenny, they got theirs from Europe. And he's also trained in a lot of different things. He's very uh, uh, to look for stuff, if you will, which is one of the things I've talked about when it comes to dogs. How about on campus? 
having a dog that's trained to look for certain things, for certain people to run into, to, to, to maybe disrupt in situations. Could that be something that we look at? Possibility when we're talking about keeping kids safe. But this is a different way to do it when it comes to COVID. What happens when they find someone who the dogs think might be carrying the virus? You will have people lining up here waiting to go inside. So she'll just move down the line of people and will identify whether anyone has the odor on them. Odor is present at the mask. She would be sitting at this point. No odor, no sit. At that point in time, we would then identify that and that officer would discuss what the next steps are. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. Like go back to everything. What's it cost? Well, I, I think we're going to look back on the schools and realize we didn't need it. Maybe we needed it more at nursing homes and places like that than schools. But uh, that's another tool in the tool belt, as some people would like to say. Three two three five three eight five four twelve three. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text said program. Solid fun day. Usually we get you through that Monday. Wake you up. We talked inflation. We talked Ukraine. We talked Maverick Taka. We talked a lot of stuff. And guess what? We'll talk more stuff tomorrow. Have a blessed rest of your day and start of the week. As always, night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.